Adam Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode Double Deuce. Double Deuce in the 940 click. Shout Ooh. out. I was back to the old rap group days. I know. Are you going to spit some bars for us today? I was trying to think of how that song went that I'm thinking of by Double Deuce in the 940 click. I don't remember it now. I remember the name. Yeah. I will never forget that name. Man. Shout out to Jay Burnham. So we have, just have a good name. That's that's a, that's a whole lesson from this podcast. Just have a good name and people won't ever forget it. Yeah. <laughs> what a good name, though. It probably helps that we're living in the same city and 940 is our area code. Yeah, that's true. So I doubt anybody that lived outside of Wichita Falls would remember that name. Okay, give me a band artist, whatever that has a terrible name. That's a terrible name? Yeah. That you still like? Um, I feel like I don't really listen to him anymore, but Dashboard Confessional is kind of a weird name. I thought that was awesome back like in the I, day, though. What, what does that mean? Dashboard? Like, I just think of a dude sitting in his car confessing to his dashboard while he's sitting in his car by himself. Maybe it's like Pillow Talk, where you're just like oh. sitting there, but now it's Dashboard. Maybe it's just you two in the front seat confessing everything. Just you and your dashboard? Oh, no, and no. the dashboard is like the mediator. Yeah, it's like the pillow oh, in a pillow talk okay. scenario. Okay. Well, maybe that's not a bad name. I don't know. I might have made all that up. There's also a bunch of weird like metal band names. That yeah. Were, they're, they're a little bit, I feel like they just tried too hard and they're a little bit over the top. I know that it was meant to be comical, but I don't love the name Little Dicky. Little Dicky. Lil. What's, what's his real name? I don't know. Maybe yeah. it has something to do with that. Did you, uh, Little Bow Wow wasn't the greatest name either, though. Little Bow Wow. Would it fit him, kind of? Because he, he, he came up when he was young. Did he start the whole little thing? Was he the first one to have? That's a great question. I have no idea. I feel like he might be. I'm going to try, try to check that out. I have no idea. No, I feel like everybody has it. As long as you're, uh, I feel like uh, you just have to be under 21, and you automatically get the, the little prefix before your name. Literally the third Google search. Was first rapper, and it was with Lil. Does it say who it is? <laughs> the picture, it, it says from Little Troy to Little Wayne, and the picture's Little Dicky. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely not the first. Um, I guess it, I don't. I don't know. Little Bibby, Little Herb, Little Bibby. So does everybody do that? Is Little Bibby just Mike Bibby? So a brief history of Lils in hip hop. <laughs> This is a great start to the podcast. Yes. Um, Lil Troy, 1988 in Houston. Oh. There's a dude named Little Bruce, 89 in the Bay Area. Um, just kind of going through all these. I'm trying to see the first one I actually recognize. Lil was, Kim. Oh, yeah. That's 95. Lil Wayne was 95. Lil Flip. Remember that? 97. Lil White. Do you know how White's spelled? W-Y-T-E. That's right. That's in, that's insane. Isn't there another artist that spells white that way? Yeah, the best rap group from the nine four zero. Yeah, besides maybe the nine four zero. There's a bunch of good rap groups from the nine four zero. That's it's a big it's a big. We uh, had a good scene down here. We had a great scene for a while. Had half sorry half, half. yeah. Um, hasn't been a whole lot of names in the last like five years with Lil though. Lil Mama, Lil Reese, Lil Dirk, Lil Bibby, Lil Dicky. Maybe they're trying to find something new. I don't know, man. But we probably burned enough time talking about 
hip hop. Yeah. Littles. 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 It's hard to say. I want to say Littles. I know. That's, yeah. Either way. Littles. You just dropped some important knowledge a second ago. What'd you say? What's today? Oh, today is, uh, I'm just looking at what's trending on Twitter right now. And apparently it's National Wine Day. It's probably, it's, uh, it's probably no coincidence that yesterday was teacher's last day with students and today's National Wine Day. Or is it National Wine Day because today was the day that the GD... Oh, it could be. PR? GDPR? It, is that right? GDPR. Yeah, GDPR mm-hmm. dropped. Yeah, it could be. No, Maybe probably not. I bet whoever's in charge of deciding what day holidays fall on, just hold on to National uh, National Wine Day for like a day when they feel like people are going to need it. Yeah, it's like... Wait, so is it the same day every year? Wait, if this is National Wine Day, though, then... That doesn't even apply to Europe, does it? I know. So it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. So it's probably not because of GDPR. No, it has nothing to do with it. It probably has to do with school, though. Are you a probably. wine fan? I am not. Well, I, I will drink it. I'm just not. I just like, I can't tell the difference between a lot of wine. Like, I, we, my family went to a, a wine tasting in Colorado one time, and they were, like, doing the whole, like, sniffing and, hmm. like, smell. It was just, like... Talk, talk, talking about like the aromatics of it and i was like i can't this all smells the same it smells like sour grapes kind of and then we tasted it and they were like oh i get hints of oak and i'm like no i, I taste the same to me and then we got to like wow. this one that was completely different at the end it was like a a porter and it tasted super sweet and a little heavier i was like yeah i can kind of tell the difference with that between that one and the others so i would palate for it maybe yeah i don't think i do like i can tell the difference between whiskeys especially going from like yeah what we drink usually to special occasion drinks yeah sorry i had to leave names out of it just in case no sponsor yet yeah um i can tell the difference between those i can tell the difference between beers but i can't really tell the difference between wines my palate's probably just not refined enough yeah i i, I thought i had a great one because like as a kid i could just grab someone's drink and smell it i was like oh that's a coke or that's a dr pepper but yeah, wines to me it's just all the same. Yeah, I drink. I like Franzia. Yeah, yeah. I probably box wine's fine. Yeah, you just get that little hint of plastic from the bag. That's, yeah, that's the only giveaway that it's Franzia, which is kind of the best part. Yeah, and then you can slap it. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you can put it up like an IV. Yep, just it's like spout yeah. it down. Yeah, it's perfect. perfect. I did see. I did see something. I think it was yesterday, and somebody did like um, a taste test with like these carbonated flavored waters. Mm-hmm. Like LaCroix and all those. Um, there's so many different ones now. What's the real popular one? LaCroix is probably... No, it's the other one. Uh, Perrier? No. Church of the Tea. Oh, uh, Topo Chico? Yeah. I've been seeing a ton of I don't, know if, I don't know if I said that correctly. I don't know if they have any flavors besides just like the non-flavored one. I've not actually people drink them all the time. Yeah. Um, but they like... So they are doing it between... LaCroix, which is probably the most well-known, most popular, like, flavored carbonated water one, and they're doing it, and the other one was, I think it was Bubbly, which is, like, Pepsi's version of it, and the test was to see if you could tell which one was LaCroix and which one was Bubbly, and if you could tell what flavor it was, and nobody got any of them right. Like, they, the only one they got right, I think, was the lime one, because it's completely different, but they had like a 
um, Cran Apple one, and they were saying it was like watermelon or pineapple. Like they were way off on every single one. So do you think people could tell you, so when they read the label, is it like a mental thing? You're like, I'm about to drink this. I know it's going to taste like. Apparently that's like the whole thing with these and, and like other products is like packaging. Like they're going into how like the colors of the cans like affects people's taste buds. So they like, if they're drinking like, what was it? Like a, a cherry one and like it's a red can or something, then like their taste buds are going to like taste cherry because they see that they see the name, they see the color of the can, they associate it with something, they drink it. It might not have that much taste, which obviously it doesn't because a blind taste test says it doesn't, but it's in their head because of branding and colors. So apparently colors play a huge role in perception. That's wild. I feel like I, we weren't going to go this direction with this podcast, but what direction? I don't know. How yeah. the color, color and marketing. I mean, you got to think though. I feel like that happens for me in a lot of ways, like movies. Mm-hmm. Like everybody goes and sees a movie and I haven't seen it yet, and then it's over gassed up. Yep. Like you, you build something around. I don't know. We did that uh, whiskey tasting, and I think if you would have done that blind. And you put Kentucky Deluxe in there or Crown Royal or uh, what is it? Royal Club, mm-hmm. which is an $11 plastic bottle. I feel like if you put those in there, people would pick those wouldn't be last. Oh, yeah. If they didn't know before, if it was completely blind, like they, I think we still picked it over some and we knew. But I think people would actually like it more if they knew. Yeah. That's some, why in whiskey, those bottles make so much of a difference. They do. Sometimes sometimes I like going to whiskey or liquor stores and buy, look at whiskeys and buy whiskeys based on what I think my wife will let me keep. As a I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why I keep them because I don't use them. I have she, she has kept a couple and has used them as decorations now. So I have literally probably 150 in my house. <laughs> I was in that same boat and then we moved and added chunk. Well, most of them were the exact same like squarish bottle. So they didn't have very, they didn't have much design quality to them. So I it had started to, as a good thing. Yeah. Cause I was writing on them. Like it was like a memory. Like uh-huh. we drank this at Jared's before Jared got engaged or we did this or like, so it was like this cool thing. I was going to do something with it. And now I'm just trying to find ways. I was like, Katie, what if I turn all these into candles? I think it's a great idea. I've never seen a whiskey bottle candle. Well, I feel like though. It would have to be like a man cave room or like one of those like outdoor ones. Yeah. You're not going to like, I don't think Katie's going to, you're going to come to her house and you're going to see a TX whiskey candle. Yeah. That's, that's a good looking bottle though. Those, are like, those are like the bottles that anyway lets me keep those roundish ones. I guess you should have to rip the label off. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, sh- I shop sometimes based on shape yeah. and coolness of the bottle. But I think everybody does that with everything. Yeah. I think they do too. I think that's why Diet Coke now changed their cans. Yep. To those tall, skinny cans. Yep. Because you were getting used to these type cans, just the regular short, fat, 12-ounce ones. Yep. So now people, they look they look more hip now. So I feel like they're just going after that younger demographic. They added, like, those flavors, and they changed the can. So I think Man. a lot of people shop based on just the look of packaging. Yeah. I guess, it, I guess part of it's mental. But, yeah, I think there's a ton of value in that. Yep. So, apparently, like, red cans. I think it was 
is either, is either one of these flavored waters or, or Coca-Cola used to have a different colored can. It was either like just a silver can or a black can or something. And then they switched to a red can and everybody liked the product. It's the same product, just a different colored can. And everybody loved it so much more because they said it tasted better. It tasted sweeter and it was smoother just based on the change to the can color. Weird. That's super weird. Yeah. I don't know how we got here. I don't know either. We should just change the name of the podcast. Just thought, thoughts from Jared. Yep. I just roll. Deep thoughts with Aaron. Aaron already has the, the lockdown on the deep thought Deep thing. thoughts with Aaron. Yeah, those are. All right, so let's talk real quick. It's going to do a little bit of work. GDPR. Mm-hmm. You dropped a video this week. Mm-hmm. Is it on our blog? It's not on the blog. It's just on our Facebook page. Okay. Facebook.com. Slash. Summer DW group. group. Was it DW group? It's DW group. Man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so give us a brief explanation of what this thing is. So this thing is, um, if you're listening to this in the United States right now, as part of our listening community, this probably does not affect you. So don't freak out about this. If you have been freaking out, wondering if it's going to affect you or not, if you watch our video or are listening to this, it probably is not going to affect you. And if it does, and you haven't done anything already, you're already like late and you could be subject to a penalty. So if this, if it does affect you, you might want to get on it because it was enacted today, May 25th. Um, but basically what it is, it's a new like privacy law, data privacy law for the European Union, mm. which I found out this week that Europe and the European Union are not the same thing through some research. I don't know. I guess there are some countries that are part of Europe that aren't part of the European Union. Okay. So it's a, that. yeah, it's just a privacy law that was, it was, I guess they, they started drawing it up in 2012, 2013. So it was several years ago. And they finally said they were going to go through with it in 2016, and it got so people had like knew it was coming, so they could start changing their things to comply mm -hmm. with it. Um, and it was actually enacted today. Um, like I said, it's just just a new data privacy law. Since that's a big big thing, a lot of people's personal information is being leaked over the internet and used in ways um, that they don't like. So. Yeah. I've been getting emails all yes. day yeah. asking if I still want to subscribe. And I don't even know. I never subscribed to these companies. Yeah. and so that's I, I got off a lot of lists today. Yeah. That's like the biggest part of this is instead of like bearing companies bearing like how what d data they collect and how they're going to use it. Yep. Um, they have to like explicitly get in front of their consumers, their customers and say, hey, we're going to collect this data and this is how we're going to use it. And yep. then their customers actually have to either opt in or opt out um, of let giving them permission to do that. So it gives the consumer a lot more control over what's out there. So those people who don't want anything out there, they can basically un unsubscribe from everything. Yep. Which I'm sure there's still people out there that are going to get a hold of their data and use it somehow. But there is like a, there's a pretty stiff penalty. Like, it just got enacted today and Facebook and Google and like the company, a few of the companies under Facebook, like WhatsApp and Instagram are like already facing a lawsuit 
worth like each of them it could be up like to they could be fine like a billion dollars already and this is like happened two hours after gdpr was enacted that's nuts so and you got to think that depending on how this goes that it's going to come to the u.s oh yeah oh yeah and so i think people have to start thinking about it which is i think why a crm or some kind of you're a small business and someone contacts you and says, Hey, I keep getting these emails. I want to get rid of them. I think it's hard for people to know, like, how do you delete like all of someone's information or allow them the ability to alter it? Mm-hmm. And I think that's gonna be a problem for people if they don't have any kind of a plan. And we see that a lot. People will send us a new list to send out for an email or something like that. And I think that can be a problem for people because when you keep sending this a different list, if people unsubscribed, then they're not subscribed. Yeah, they're back. Yeah. And that can be a, a huge problem. And so, especially with, you know, like you talked about last time, the Facebook changes, you know, I think all that stuff's going to be interesting. So I do think people in the U.S. need to start thinking about it. Yeah. Because it's going to be real. And at some point, we're not going to have the Wild West of, the, of data. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to just get people's information and use it however you want. You're going to have to be targeted specific and careful yeah but i think it's already a turnoff to people now but i think we're just so used to it we don't care exactly yep but i think it's gonna be a problem i think it i think it is too i think anytime like any country in this case several country countries enact something that's of this significance then other countries are going to look to it and um see how it's working see how citizens are reacting to it see how companies are reacting to it and if it's all positive, then other countries are going to adopt it as well. So depending on how it goes, um, yeah, I feel like it could reach the U S fairly quickly. Um, but the, 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 the part that, um, Facebook and Google is already in trouble over is what they've been doing for like years and years and years. It's not even getting data from third party apps. It's like them, um, inferring what people are interested in based on their online activity. Yeah. So if that gets taken away somehow, that's like most of Mm -hmm. Facebook targeting for ads. Like almost all of it. And what are you left? What are you left with? Like just location targeting? We want to target everybody in Dallas. Yeah. Now you're spending a lot of money to reach the very few people you need to reach. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. That's I don't know. It's going to be interesting because I, I go back and forth. I think I think we worry a lot about privacy. I do think that um, a lot of this stuff, like I always laugh when people say, um, did, you, did you allow them to use your microphone or did you allow them to use your um, location settings? I kind of feel like personally it doesn't matter. They're probably using it either way. Some companies. I mean, we talked about it. Like if you just talk about something long enough, Facebook was feeding you an ad. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way that's a coincidence all the time. And so I think that there will have to be a balance, but I think that like most things that pendulum is going to come back far and the, we might get cracked down on really, really difficult. Yeah. So what would you say to the business owner who not a massive company, you know, just has a, you know, good size companies has targeted marketing. Like what do they need to start thinking about? Um, you know, I, I kind of touched on this last podcast, but you just have to, uh, if if you have, if you market 
digitally, you have to know that changes are going to come. And if those changes absolutely freak you out, then you need to reach out to somebody who has a better grasp on things. Jared Van. Maybe design works for probably not me personally, but yes, I I do feel comfortable if with, with change. So um, if, if changes like this, like completely freak you out or even just like the possibility of changes freak you out, um, reach out to somebody and seek help because I said this last week, I I feel like it's just a big opportunity for, for businesses to, um, gain ground on businesses that are bigger than them. Yep. Because it kind of levels the playing field a little bit. Yep. You have to be smarter with the budget that yep. you have. So just a, hu- a huge budget is going to play a factor, but maybe not as much of a factor when the playing field's a little bit more leveled. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think it does give businesses, smaller businesses, an opportunity um, to move to move up in the world a little bit. Yeah. Here's where I think this is all good. I think that. If Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all this stuff shut down tomorrow from a marketing standpoint for us as an agency or a business, I think it's a good thing for people who um, genuinely are trying and are fighting for it because I think change, as long as there's a a product and a consumer, marketing's relevant. Like whether that means we go back to flying banners behind planes and built like putting up crazy different billboards, like there's always going to be a place. And I don't think digital is going to go. I think digital is only going to get better. I think it's going to force people to be real. You can't just get online now and, and boost a post. Maybe like that might change. That might be way harder to get on Facebook and just throw an ad out there and, and hope for success. Like you're going to have to game plan. You have to think through things. I, I really do think that you're going to have to have some kind of a portal or some kind of a place to keep stuff. Otherwise, what do you do? I was thinking with that all day. What do you do if someone hits you up? Like we want to delete our stuff, but you don't know where it is. Yeah. Like you have you have no idea, and it's in three different locations, and you have to remember to delete it in all three, and then at some point you don't delete it, and then somebody comes after you. Yeah. But you know, there's been people doing that. Oh yeah. Well, it's got to be super difficult if somebody says, "I don't know if they can say I don't want to see ads anymore on Facebook or anything." Or I bet not. I don't. Okay. Because that would be like almost impossible to not target them in no, that no. in that instance. I just don't think you can use their data for that reason. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I think that because you can't you can watch TV and see something. Yeah, that's generic, but I don't think you can utilize that data. I don't know, man. It's just gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It is. And I don't know how quick it'll get here. It might be a few years, but I think that's gonna be a problem for some people. It could who be built some faulty foundations. It could be, and who've been lazy when it comes to marketing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to get better. Facebook's got doing this whole campaign right now on um, get rid of clickbait, which is awesome. I think it's great. I think anytime that a digital change affects the consumer in a positive way, I think that's why most people don't gripe about um, like being retargeted for a few days. Like you went and looked at, I was looking at coolers today. I think I'm going to get a cooler. I'm not going to pay for a Yeti though. Unless they want to sponsor the podcast. That'd be a good sponsor. That'd be a great sponsor. But, you know, I'm fine with getting some cooler ads for a few days. But then Google, Facebook starts saying, hey, we're not going to do retargeting for, how long was it going to be? 
like 24 hours. Yeah. They would do it 24 hours and it goes away. That's a great change. I don't really want to get on Instagram and the only thing I see is ads. I just, I don't. And so I think that makes uh, our job harder or maybe it just makes it more targeted. Yeah. Now you can't just do the shotgun effect all the time. Yep. Now you've actually got to be sniping down to where this is the person. This is what I want to do and think through it. So I don't know, man. I think that the digital space is about to get crazy. Yeah. You got a lot of cool stuff coming out. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about like, I mean, when are ads going to be more relevant, like in video games? You you think they would be by now. I know. Are there ads in video games? I don't, I don't really play video games that often. Do they have, do they do that at all? I mean, I don't, I don't play enough to know. They do like product placement ads. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh. Product placement for sure. But I'm thinking like locally. Like, how cool would that be if, like, NBA 2K, like, in 2K, they have, like, a, it's, like, Sims. Like, there's sections where you can, like, run around and get your hair cut and, like, mm-hmm. go to your house and, like, go to the gym and train and before the game. But it, there's, like, billboards up. And, like, your your guy is on the billboard usually. If you're as good as I am at 2K, then your guy's up there and you can see him and you get to, like, pick his pose and, like, do the, the billboard shoot. It's crazy. But how cool would that be if, like, you could get to a point where locally you could actually buy those billboards. And yeah, that'd be really cool. Cause that's super interactive. Yeah. And that's targeted. Now you're not saying I want to buy the billboard on 2k on this street. You're just saying, I want Jared to see this. And I, and based on what we know about Jared and the fact that we know that he's interested, we want to target him this way. That'd be crazy. Can you, can you click on the ad in the video game somehow? Maybe it'd be cool if you could do an offer, right? Like, if you could even go deeper down, and this gets crazy. I don't know how you could localize this, but like where there was an offer where if you, you know, in this game or in this little like mini game, you hit this many shots, then you get like a 10% discount. Mm. It gives you like a promo code. And then you can actually see like, hey, they're coming to my store. They're using it. But I think as you look, like it moved from everybody listening to the radio to you know, everybody watching TV and then Netflix came out and everyone's like, oh, the TV. And so, which you really can't run ads at all on Netflix. Hulu, yeah, but it's not local. Really, it's kind of local. And then, you know, radio went to Spotify and the greatest Apple Music. And, like, it keeps, like, evolving and changing. And I think now, like, you went from this digital space, this social world to... Like, there's a lot of people playing video games. There's a lot of people playing games on their phone or communicating that way. And so I I just think that as, like, VR and AR gets big, that's going to be an interesting space. Yeah. Because what's it going to be like, too, when you're wearing a headset or you have a contact lens and you're looking around your room? And as you look to your couch, there's an ad. Like, you have an ad in your house for things that you need and you can click on it and purchase right there and it's delivered within 24 hours. We're close to that. Dude, you're probably just scaring people right now. No, this is, this is gonna happen. I know it's real, but I mean, you now we're at a point now where you can say, Alexa, order me some Tide Pods cause I'm hungry and it just ships it. That's insane. Your mm-hmm. fridge is soon enough going to know to order it. I'm surprised there's not more fridges that have ads on them. Like legit, like on the screen that just pop up that people pay for. I think a lot of things in the future are going to get free for the ad space. Just like old 
those genius senators asking Zuck, how do you make money on Facebook? Uh, advertisement senator. You idiot. So I don't know, man. I think that's going to be... Like maybe maybe we can't target down to what platform people are always on, or what they're always doing, or where they are. But I think that like the home is going to be a place that's going to get invaded. Yeah. Like completely. Can you imagine like mowing your yard do you think do you think that's gonna like blow through everybody's privacy though i don't i don't know if it like technically would on the like back end but i feel like people are just gonna perceive that as man i have no privacy anymore because i can even be at my house and not be fed ads do you watch black mirror i did but i can't like for some reason you always use episodes as examples and I can't ever recall them. I think I watched every episode except the last one. Yeah. I love the show. Kind of scared me, but it's the one, I think it's the second episode and it's the one where he's on the bike where he's always riding on the exercise yes. bike. And then he goes to his room and his whole room's an ad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think privacy is going to be a weird thing over time. Like I think that we're going to, we as consumers are going to get more control of our data to some degree. Like I still think there are things that, that will be used. And I don't think you can ever stop ads being shown to you. Especially when you always have an out. Like you can't get mad if you don't like a Spotify ad. Because just pay for the the version that doesn't have ads. Yeah. But I think you'll notice over time services and stuff will make that margin a lot higher. Because I don't think they want the revenue from you not wanting ads. I think they want the revenue from the ads. Yeah. Which is probably a lot higher. Yeah. But you think about it, like, the voice world's big right now. Like, Google used to, if you were ranked in the top five, like, you were kind of relevant. Really the top three, number one, obviously. But soon enough, there's not going to be a top five or a top three. There's just going to be the answer. Hey, Alexa, where should I eat tonight? Or, hey, what's this? There's going to be the answer. What's the best marketing agency in Dallas? Someone's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And the voice isn't going to read off 37 results. And so I think people have to be serious about starting to carve out their niche and what they want to do. So I don't know. I just imagine mowing my yard, some augmented reality glasses on, maybe contact lenses. like, And then it's just like listening to you. It just knows like based on the sound of your mower that you're about to run out of gas. Or that your weed eater strings getting low, it starts feeding you ads. That would be, that'd be kind of helpful though. It'd be very helpful. I'd be so down for that. I don't care what information they have on me. I mean, just that Google Assistant that makes phone calls for you. Like, yeah, I think I'm, was, imagine I'm the nuts. benefits to the technology. So I don't know. Maybe I'm because I'm a millennial. I'm just not afraid of a lot of this stuff. I was terrified seeing. I think we talked about it last week that robot do a backflip. I wasn't good. Luck. See, that, that's different though. That's like things threatening jobs and threatening my ability to make a comeback in sports. No, I'm just overtaking my robots. You can build a great athlete, but you can't put clutch in it. But what if you can? No, nah, you can't yet. It's gonna take Space Jam had water that did it. That's true. And that was way back in the day. That was for the tunes. These robots robots. need water. So they already have the clutch gene then. I mean, I wouldn't say they have the clutch gene. But I, bet, I, bet, I bet somebody can like write an algorithm 
for the clutch gene and put it into robots. Well, maybe they should put it into LeBron James. Shoot. We're going to get on that subject. We can start talking stats. I'm just kidding. It's an interesting series, though. It is. Tonight? I don't think he's going to make it. Which I don't know if his, if that's better for him or worse. It's going to break his streak of consecutive finals, but he won't lose another finals. Yeah. But I, I just – the dude's got to be exhausted. Yeah, he looked pretty gassed. They said they had a stat earlier yesterday. Sent it to you about how many miles he's run this year and in the playoffs. And the only person who has run more miles on the court, there's like only one other person this year. The Dude. ref, <laughs> probably. I think he. How old is he? Thirty three. Yeah, he's thirty three. So that's an old dude to be running that much in, in a league full of twenty one year olds. Yeah. And everybody like on his in the starting five. 30 or above, I think, besides Kevin Love. Was it you that said that statistically the second best player? I don't, I don't know if, them? I don't, I don't know if statistics back that up, but just from like the eye test, the eye test, it seems like their second best player right now is Kyle Korver, which is not good because he's 37. Who got real offended by that? There's like a thing they compare. Oh, Carmelo Anthony. Oh, yeah. They compared, they said that Kyle Korver at this point in their career is better than Carmelo Anthony. Because <laughs> that's rough. I watched Carmelo play a few times this year. Yeah, like very good. No, not. I mean, but Kyle Korver's just a role player. But he's he can catch and shoot. Not better than JJ. Not better than Reddick. JJ's already out, bro. No. Kyle Korver led his team to the conference finals. So here we go. Let's just go and tie this back in. We've got to be getting to a time ten years from now where you have in Cowboy Stadium a hundred thousand people. And people are all seeing different ads. Like on the Jumbotron? Everywhere. Just like you might have ad space that, that evolves and changes. But based on you being you and the lens that you're looking through, that the ads are fed differently to you. So you have to have like a physical lens on. I don't know. I, you'd have to have something. Yeah. So your eyes would see something different. But I, I think, I don't, we might be 20 years away. That would that would be kind of kind of sketchy if somehow you didn't have to have lens on, like it just scanned your eye or something, and it just knew, and it just like showed the ad, but then somebody walking by saw the ad that it was feeding you, like what has that person been looking at? Yeah, that's weird. What is that person interested in? Yeah, that's not wouldn't be good too. Like if you're trying to get engaged, yeah, looking rings up, ooh, that's not that's not a good look. That's what happened to me. Busted. I was, uh, I was researching rings for a while when I was about to propose to Emily, and I'm pretty sure, she, pretty sure she is on my Facebook, and just all the ads were for engagement rings. <laughs> so probably, thanks advertising, you ruined the surprise of my engagement. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to go more ad heavy or more organic over time. It's going to be interesting. I think we're going ad heavy. I just, I just tr- follow Facebook's lead. Yeah. And they're going ad heavy. Why? Because Zuck's a savage. Yeah. He's an OG. Yeah. And he does amazing Facebook lives. He's about to lose a billion dollars, which probably no. is chump change. He'll win that thing. And then he's probably going to lose a billion dollars next week for not, for still not complying. I don't know. Yeah. I'll, I haven't heard. You said it this morning, but I haven't looked into it any. But yeah, I agree. I think ad heavy is going to be big. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll look. I'm interested in the day that the experience of the world around you is customized to you. 
Yeah. And I don't necessarily love the idea. It kind of scares me, you know. But I don't know. It's got to be possible. I don't think you have to be microchipped for it either. I did see something about microchipping. I didn't read the article, but I saw something about microchipping. I saw that people were using it. Like, it was another country, and they were putting it in because they could, like, scan into their gyms and stuff. Or, like, mm. there, was, there was tons of benefits. Like, you could use this chip to, like, open your home and things like that. I, that scares me. I mean, maybe that's just, like, the way this is going to happen. I'm sure if you went back 30 years from now and said, hey, you're going to have a device on you at all times that people will be able to talk to you always and you will post your life out there and the government and other people can find your location, you, you probably would have panicked. And so now you think like, I don't know, is a microchip a good idea? Probably not. Would, would I love to not have to buy a 70 inch TV <laughs> and just wear a pair of glasses and watch something? Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of dope. Anywhere you are, I don't know. But does that personalized experience take out community? Probably. Because now I mean you can be in the same room for hours doing completely different things. Both be happy because we're getting to watch what we want to watch or do what we want to do and never experience the same thing together. That's why I think sports are going to be amazing. It's going to keep getting better. Man, all this future talk, man. You're kind of blowing my mind. This might be bad ideas. I don't know. I might be way wrong. No, you're, you're probably right. I'm just wondering why it's 2018, and I've got to take a load of laundry from the washer and put it in the dryer, and why the washer can't dry my clothes. They do have those, don't they? Yeah, but I, why aren't they more out there? I don't know. That's got to be... Because companies want you to have to buy two machines. Yeah, but we got we need some companies for the people. Facebook. Just kidding. Zuck's just passing our data out everywhere. <laughs> so I don't think I don't think he's the guy. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm interested. I'm also I wonder like when is reality TV gonna become like really reality TV? Or there's just hidden cameras. We're just all the time. Like it's just you can watch Kanye West live. Seven days a week, three sixty five. I, I feel like that would actually normalize people instead of Probably. Like a lot of people are going to jail. I feel like the reality TV now and just social media now. Yeah. People just pick out weird things and they edit things to make people look weird. I guess guess that's news, reality TV, everything. everything. So it might normalize people if, yeah, if you had just like a live stream of just a hidden camera in their house, just watching them like, Oh, this dude's actually just, Sitting down, probably listening to his own music while drinking a cream soda. Does that, does that make Shia LaBeouf a revolutionary? <laughs> like that he was doing it? Dude, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard anything about that dude in forever. Oh, man. I heard someone make a reference today to Holes. Dude. The movie. And I was like, oh, man. I forgot about him. I need to go back and watch him even Stevens. Well, I didn't mean to scare you, man. I'm probably going to spend the rest of my night tonight just running around in 2K trying to figure out. Where you can place ads. Sell them ads. I think it makes sense, man. And and I think voice is gonna get better. I mean I mean, just as a human being, like going from having headphones I had to plug into my phone to the AirPods that I can just wear, talk on, like I don't even like hold my phone to my ear anymore. Like it, it legitimately bothers me to pick up a phone and answer it. 
I will sprint and try to find my AirPods and put them in so my hands can be free so I can multitask, which is completely a myth. And so I, I think that the more we get into like voice and the more we free ourselves up to, you know, feel like we're more technologically advanced and doing things. I think it's just going to get wild. And I think ads will always find its place in there. Marketers will ruin everything. Oh yeah. Everything. It's their job. Can you imagine the day that you have to buy a subscription to your home? Like your home system. It's like, I don't want to have ads. So I'm going to pay $200 a month to keep my home ad free. Or like, what if in your mailbox, it's not even mail. Like mail's like gone from the standpoint of like direct mail. Like they're just buying zip codes and they're running ads over the zip codes in your home. That's got to be close. What have you been listening to lately? Dude, I'm telling you, this is what my brain thinks about all the time. And it starts out as something positive, right? I'm thinking about two, I'm walking around 2K. (laughs) I'm thinking, oh man, this would be cool. You could sell ads here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands of people are playing. Hundreds of thousands of people are playing. And then the next thing you know, someone's wearing a contact lenses and (laughs) has a chip in them and they're completely controlled. That's probably why your player only averages two points because you aren't concentrating on the game. Too busy trying to find ad space. That's probably, that's probably true. Plus, that, this generation at this point won't even be able to write anyway. <laughs> Have you ever tried, like, writing for a while now? My hand gets tired super quickly, which is kind of sad. I would I would, I would, would venture out to say, including signing my name, like on anything, paper at work or, a, you know, the check, I write less than a thousand words a month. Like, Easy. I don't write anything down. One, I got a still trap. But two, I use Evernote for everything. Shout out to Evernote. That's a problem. I don't think that I could write a full page in cursive. <laughs> oh, I, I for sure, I'm pretty sure the only thing I can write in cursive now without like just having to think through every yeah. letter is my name. I don't think I could do it. That's wild. So have they stopped teaching kids cursive? I have no idea. They should. I have no idea. Sign your name and leave. Yeah. But just be able to type well at this point. But also, people told me I needed to spell. I don't need to spell anything. I just look it up. Unless, I legitimately know how to spell anything. Unless you're just completely wrong about all this and everything just shuts down in the next decade. I don't think I'd be mad. <laughs> and then people, just everybody's going to be angry and agitated that they have to do things like how they were done back in the day. They have to write stuff. Kill their own food. They have to kill their own food. Problem. They have to read the newspaper. I have to make make a pot of coffee? Well. This machine's not going to do this That is a privilege. I mean, not for most people. Well. They just want a Keurig. Done. Now now Keurig's, I mean, yeah. This is wild. Is Keurig going to start placing ads inside the Keurig? So when you brew it, it brews an image of the... You know how they do like yep. latte art? Yep. It does automatic latte art. That's an ad? Just like a Coca-Cola sign <laughs> in the latte art. Just like a little Nike check. That's a great idea. You know like those things, those racks where you can put the Keurig cups? Yeah. Like I wonder if we'll get to a point where, um, and the companies just throw it in like less money, but where that thing knows based on the weight when you're running low. And it just sends you a text message and says... Hey, what's up? What's up, bro? It's Alfred, the Keurig holder. You ready to order some more? Wait, wasn't Alfred my robot last week? Yeah, sorry. Hey, man. It's uh, Billy. 
The uh, it's uh, Kevin, the Keurig holder. You want me to reorder these K cups for you? You want to try something new? They upsell you, mm-hmm. and that's a workflow that's being fed in, and it's all done without you having to think about it. Because if they can get inside your home, they sell it in for free. This is free with your Keurig. Free for the first. Oh, month. Just take it. No, no, it's free. Just free because they're gonna. I mean, the technology's gonna be there, but they're gonna make money on you reordering from them. And then they can send you a text. It's like, hey, you know, two for one special. You order today in the next twelve minutes. Then you can work on getting your cash flow. We need more money. How can we do it? Just fire it out to the people. Oh gosh, I'm telling I, you. I kind of, I kind of hope you're wrong on most of these. Uh, me too. But it would be kind of interesting. There's some. I think there's some benefits to some of it. But it's going to get interesting when things start things start ordering themselves for you. Are, are we going to be? Do you think we're going to be those like older people at some point? Where it's like, all right, things have gone too far. Like I don't understand anything. I don't like. I wish things were back to just a cell phone and social media. Yeah. In regular video games, do you think we're going to be those people, or do you think we're since we're like for advancement right now? Do you think we'll still be for advancement once once we get older? I don't know. I think that's an interesting question because, man, I think that like we're we're progressive. Like we want to see this stuff change. However, I think at some point that progression, like maybe because humans get tired as they get older or whatever, but at some point you're just like done. Like you're like I don't I don't see this going any further. I don't really want to keep going with this, or we feel like we've accomplished what we needed to accomplish, and then I don't know. Plus, you don't keep up with everything in the day to day. Yeah, sure. Like I'm sure when I'm 50, I'm not going to be checking, you know, the next Snapchat all the time. Yeah. I don't know, and you know what? We've never seen it before, so maybe when we're older, we're going to be all about it. Maybe that's going to be our pace, and at that point, they're going to be doing. They're going to have the glasses and the. You know what it's going to be? It's going to be the chips. Kids are going to start, instead of getting like, well, I mean, I'm sure they're getting tattoos, but they're going to be getting chips put in them because then it allows, it opens up a new world to them. And we're like, we don't want to mess with that world. Yeah. You've seen these kids out in the new world. We don't do that. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. So the only reason I think that our generation might like try to advance with our, with our children and everything is because we are like the generation right now that are trying to like push all these advancements where mm-hmm. our parents, they didn't have like the the stuff yep. that we have now growing up, like they didn't have cell phones and stuff like that. Um, so they didn't real like their parents like didn't have to pick up any advancement from them. Um, they didn't have anything that we picked up from them that we, okay. does that make sense? Yeah. And I'll say exactly what you're saying. But we like now looking to our parents, trying to keep up with us, Yep. know that we, yep. it's almost like a duty for us to be able to keep up with our, children because we we see like yep, the, see ne- the negative side of not understanding technology as a grown-up Ooh, i guess we're growing up now as a as a as a yeah, older yeah. person that's interesting man Does that makes sense yeah so what, I, I, what I, if like two generations from now maybe like our kids kids what if it goes the opposite way what if they try to slow progression like we don't like where we're going this is too much are they let's 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 slam the brakes on here and let's chill for a little while. Are they devolving or are they just slowing the progression? I don't think devolving because I don't think that. I don't. Are there points in history we do that? I feel like no. I don't know. But what if it's like 
I don't know, what if we have a generation that comes up that's like less concerned about getting these microchips and stuff? That's always going to be pushed for by somebody because it's mm-hmm. money. Money will drive it. But like, what if somehow we get a generation that's like, yo, we're going to solve world hunger. I think at that point the world just ends. I, th- I think that's just Humanity going to just I, over. Yeah, I think that's just going to take something like super absurd. Like we lose the, we lose the grid. Yeah. We lose the grid, maybe you raise a it's, different generation. It's going to take that or like some type of advancement that it opens people's people's eyes and like, all right, this is a little bit too much. Yeah. We need to slow this down. We need to slow our roll a little bit. Last question. Do you feel like in the next 30 to 50 years, homes will not have kitchens in them? But do you think it's just everything's going to be like astronaut food? No, I think everything's going to be eaten at restaurants or oh. fast food. Uh, like there's no, like, I'm sure you have like a fridge or whatever, but like maybe not every home. But do you feel like people get to the point where they start building? They're like, yeah, we don't. It's it's a cost effective for us just to go out to eat all the time because I think that a lot of the United States probably eats at home less than three meals a day yeah. or three meals a, a week. I, I still think it's like one of those, like I don't know. It's probably not as much of a tradition as it was back in the day. Like it got passed on to us probably like sitting down to dinner to eat. Yep. Um, as we grow up and start our own families, it's probably not as prevalent. Yep. Um, just for convenience factors. Yep. Um, but I feel like that's something that will still get passed on, like sitting down as a family to eat. I don't know. I, I just feel like that's somewhat built in people's DNA. I think that I think that's more built into DNA than um, like desire for convenience, which I could be completely wrong. Yeah, I'm trying to look up this stat real quick. Because there's, there's a lot of nights, which I, I don't cook that often. My wife does an awesome job of cooking. For but sure. If, if I that. was, like, in charge of a household and had to cook every night, we would for sure be eating out a lot. Oh, for sure for me. Partly because I, I don't really know how to cook anything besides, like, a grilled cheese and some eggs and some bacon. But mostly because cleaning up and just the time it takes to do everything. Yep. So maybe, so maybe somebody needs to inv- invent something. I guess the dishwasher is this, but even like that self cleans cleans up for you. Yep. Which I guess that is the dishwasher. <laughs> no, I'm just I, trying to complicate things too much. Or sometimes it's like even putting like if you have a if you have a bad dishwasher like we do, you still have to like basically wash your plate before you put it in there. Yep. And sometimes just the the fact this is this might just like speak to how lazy we're becoming. Now I'm yep. starting now I'm starting to sound like an old person. Look what, you, look what you've done to me. Your progressive like predictions about the future have just turned me to an, an old person in the span of this podcast. You're welcome. But maybe that just speaks to how lazy we are that we can't even unload a dishwasher or reach down to put a plate in a dishwasher. Yeah, because it's not convenient. It's not quick enough. Here's a stat for you. 60 years ago, the average dinner time was 90 minutes. That's a long dinner. 60 years ago. We're talking they prepped the food, and then they sat down, and they ate, and they kicked it, right? 60 years ago, TV wasn't real, real. Like, TV, it wasn't TV, right? Um, I think they, 60 years ago was, like, what, the 19, I can't do math on the fly. I need some type of. So 40s, 18, 50s, 60s? Yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't as relevant, right? Like, people people actually at the table, right, for uh-huh. 90 minutes. Today, and I'm pretty sure when I found this quote, 
This was like maybe three or four years ago, maybe even longer. So it's probably worse now. But today, it's less than 12 minutes. Dang. 12 minutes, my man. That is a pretty big cut. Dude, that's like, that's there's no no conversation in that. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of that's fast food mentality. Is that is that just United States or is that worldwide? I, th- I think I, I don't have it quoted in here. This is an Evernote and a deal I did, but um, yeah, I think this is the United States. I don't think this is. Worldwide. I feel like United States is probably like people spend time at the table together. Yeah, for sure. Probably the least out of any country because, like, for sure, I feel like most countries still that, that tradition is pretty deep rooted, where they're cooking their own food and sitting down at a table to eat it, as opposed to grabbing McDonald's like a dollar burger for dinner. Less than 12 minutes. Less than 20 minutes? Less than 12 oh. minutes. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Dude. There's, maybe we just eat faster. Maybe that's why. No. I eat fast. Yeah, but 90 minutes. Maybe bro. our jaws have just evolved and we we're just able to no. nom nom things faster. You know what made me sad about this stat? What? Is that when I read this stat the first time, my thought was, Dad, gum, we are only at the table for 12 minutes. My thought was, how did you sit there for 90 that is, that is a long time. That's like a whole movie. Yeah. Like, you could have eaten in 12 minutes and watched a movie. Can you Why imagine as that? a kid, if you were in trouble having to wear that for 90 minutes? Yeah. Now you just don't, you just go to your room and eat. But now families just sit down and watch a Netflix series. Or maybe it's quicker now because kids enjoy vegetables now. So parents don't have to spend 45 minutes trying to convince their kids to eat vegetables. Do kids like vegetables now? I don't know. I feel like it better more then. I was, yeah, they probably don't. You sound like an old person. You turn me old somehow. You're you, trying to reach. I didn't you, understand man. half the stuff you were saying earlier, so I was like, "Oh shoot, maybe I'm old." So I'm, I'm just embracing the the old the oldness. You're old. Hey, technology is a good thing. It is a good thing. Advancement's great. We can cure more. We can do more. But man, when you remove the human element and people and community, I think you're doomed. In yeah. some ways. To each his own. Obviously, we're coming into a whole new world, and I think we will for the rest of our lives. Aladdin, shout out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, man. This has been a, a good podcast. Has it? Yeah. I don't even know where we... Like, we started with a little... Little... Little rap game. Hit up some branding stuff. Hit up the GDPR, and then... Blacked out for a little just, while. Technology. I, I definitely blacked out. Wasn't able to comprehend anything, and then I guess we're home now. If you listen to this podcast, shoot us... Um, Email, tweet us, whatever. You watch Black Mirror. Tell us what your favorite episode is. I love Black Mirror. It's the future. I think it's ruining your mind, too. No, it's not. It's good. I think it's a positive for me because it shows the negatives of the things that I'm excited about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's always a negative. You put a microchip in your body, you open up so many doors. Like, it's awesome. But most 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 of those episodes, they end with like, oh, this technology is a super positive thing, but every outcome is negative. I know. So, some of them, I guess, no. end positive. Most of them end negative. That's rough. It's a good show, though. So maybe the people who made that are old people. And they're just trying to show what technology can do. Or they're just woke. Or they're woke. I've been wanting to say that on a podcast. I've been holding out. Man. I might have used it too early. All right, man. You got any last words for the people? I have no idea. I'll be reading my newspaper in the morning and watching the news at 6 tonight. You better be. At the dinner table. I won't be watching the news at the dinner table because that's like super sacrilegious. 
but I will be eating dinner at the dinner table with my wife. wife and then watching the news afterwards and then going to bed at a good bedtime. Well, you, setting you're going to have to leave work early. Huh? You're going to have to leave work early if you're going to spend 90 uh, minutes at the table just to watch the 6 o'clock news. Getting rid of, getting rid of these dadgum alarm clocks on my phone and getting a regular alarm clock. And I'll be waking up, cooking breakfast, reading the newspaper, and enjoying a cup of joe. Can you imagine? Signing out. Whenever you're able to buy someone's first five minutes of their day. <laughs> Seriously. That's coming, man. Alarms, everything. You can get people's first thoughts. This is scary. This has been a very depressing episode. We need to end this before my hair actually starts graying. All right, family. Uh, hit us up at Jared Van, at Logan Draper, at LDraper116, at DW Group. Shoot us a message. If you want to be on the podcast, hit us up. Let's do it. Are we out?